you, thank you, thank you for always coming back and listening. Today we have Ed Stone. He is the reality of wrestling heavyweight champion. We talked to him about AW, NWA, having experience on WWE Raw, being on SmackDown just last night before the Royal Rumble. Everything, Ed Stone. We're joined by Cinco from Notre Rose Podcast. The video version is available on YouTube. Go tap into that. But let's get right into it with Ed Stone. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Ed Stone. If I love wrestling, you love wrestling. We love wrestling. Ooh, back again. We back again. We on Stone Island today. Y'all know stones do not crumble. We told y'all this in 2020. Stones don't crumble. The stone is still intact. The stone, look on the stone shoulder. Man, two years in the making. Come on. Look at this. We have Mr. Nope. We have the reality of wrestling. World heavyweight champion. Edge Stone in the building today. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? What's up, boss? How we doing? So, what's you, Edge? Man, I'm living high life right now. Come on, look at it. I'm, I'm, I'm carrying <laughs> stuff on your shoulder. It looked pretty. You know, it's surprisingly light, like it was meant for me to carry it. Oh, it was. Uh, what was the journey like getting to that? Because you know, you've been TV champion down there. You've been working at reality for a long time. You beat Mysterious Q. You got the belt. Not easy. That is not an easy feat, man. Mm-hmm. That's ser- that's serious business doing that. That's that's. That's work. I, I, I know, and Q was a, uh, he was like a boss down there beating up everybody, just mad and upset. Man, trust me, I remember it, and trust, and some stuff still healing from it. Oh, okay, okay. But it, uh, as the new reality of wrestling champion, <laughs> I could do this. Well, I always ask a question, but we had him on before. If y'all don't know, I asked him at the end, then we'll go into that. But is what started your love for wrestling? Being able to throw people around. Oh goodness. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, look, you gotta understand. We've gone through the whole story. We've gone through the whole story of stories with me last time I was on here. Yeah. But long story short, I was an athlete. I went to college as an athlete. Once I got out of college, I was a bouncer. Then I got wrestling. I was just I, I was just throwing people around. You can't tell me I can't find something where I can turn that into a passion. That's what Facts. I did. Facts. Throwing people around. Well, I was going to ask that, but I got to ask this. You said you was an athlete. I mean, if you look on the Instagram, we can't deny you know, you out here in the bodybuilding competitions. You know what I'm saying? Giving them thigh meat. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, hey, trunks, baby. Tree baby trunks. You know, I'm just saying. We, hey, we grow them on Stone Island, baby. We grow them. How was that uh, competing? Was that your first time competing in the... That was my first competition. Yeah. Uh, that was a whole, 
a whole trip. That was a transforming experience that I was not sure that I was going to be able to complete. But uh, with the help of a real good coach and a good support system, man, I got through that. I started, I started that last May, last year in May. I started my training for that. I was 250, and I dropped down to 205 to do that competition. Wow! From May to October in that in that time, and yeah, no, that's not that was not easy. But uh, my coach Matt Vine uh, took care of me, man. He helped coach me through a lot of my stuff. He helped me in my posing. That it was more than even the physical; it was the mental the mental fortitude, the mental stress that it put on me on that. So having a good support staff, like there's everything for that. What was your diet like doing that? Man, I was eating constantly, didn't really sleep because I was eating constantly, but small meals. And then also making sure I was getting adequate amount of protein. So I, so I kept on muscle and I wasn't losing any muscle when I was losing all that body fat. So my body, my metabolism, my stomach was in, my digestive system was in hyperdrive, just eating, 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 eating. And even then, I like, there were times, and it was consistently the same thing. Dude, you ever had chicken and rice, what, you yeah. know, like 20 times in a row? <laughs> I, I've I've had had a, <laughs> not 20 times, but I've had a few times in a row. You ever had, you ever had ground turkey and rice with absolutely no seasoning? I've I've tried that thing before with with a whole kill diet for like what five days I gave up I couldn't do yeah. it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was I'll say realistically that was three months um, mm. uh, of that so yeah there were times I was eating I was like I better not cry over this but I honestly feel like I might cry over this you said with no seasoning no seasoning nothing. Man, the cheap meals that I got literally brought tears to my eyes, man. So my my thing is, how did you manage to do all of that with getting ready for bodybuilding, also managing doing personal training and doing professional wrestling all at the same time? Like, how did you get down your schedule? How do you do everything you do? I'm a hustler, man. Hey. <laughs> I, got I respect it. <laughs> I work my ass off so that I won't have to work my ass off later on. But right, right now, I'm in my prime. I'm in my youth. I will work my ass off till I ain't got to do it no more. I do have my training business. I do I do have my wrestling. Now I have bodybuilding because I'm going to compete again uh, in this upcoming year as well. Like, that was not just a one-time deal. I'm going to enter the bodybuilding uh, world. And then, so I also have my T-shirt printing company where I where I print my own shirts for some of the wrestlers out here, and I print my own stuff uh, for everything. So I do a little bit of everything, but I'm gonna hustle my ass off and get my success I, one I'm way or another. I feel that. That's how I'm gonna do it, dude. And trust me, yeah, I I lose some sleep, but when I do sleep, I got a smile on my face. You you going up to the Arnold Classic? Uh, I don't know about that big, but uh, we gonna we gonna take it a step at a time, man. I'm just saying, just show up. I mean, you know, check it out. That's check what I'm saying, up. bro. So, Ed, I got I got I got to go here with you. Uh, reality of wrestling champion, long line of champions down there. Uh, before you got to the championship, you know, Queen Charmel, as I still call her, she had you on her team. Yeah. When uh Booker T was trying to. 
I call it going through his tiring phase. Well, he's still going through it. But I'm about to say he got some stuff. <laughs> Trust me, I got a target on my back still. Yeah, he's still going through that. Like, how do you feel about that? Dealing with like Booker T is just he. He got people with him. They beating up everybody. They don't care. Uh, look, the one thing I will say is, and I'll be honest with this. I, I can be completely honest with y'all on this. It's hard to be both starstruck and a little nervous mm-hmm. at the same time. When I, and when I say that, it's like, oh, cool, I got Booker T. And then it's like, oh, wait, Booker T want to kick my ass. So, I mean, I do walk on eggshells sometimes. <laughs> but at the same time, man, look, it's, it's a surreal experience. But at the same time, I'm ready to fight whoever I need to. I finally got this. I finally got this on my shoulder. You ain't taking it from me now. Taking all challenges? Oh, anywhere, anybody. I said the same thing when I got the last saddle. I say the same thing now, and I'll expand it as much as I possibly can. You want to come overseas and do it? I don't care. This is open for anybody who wants. Anybody. All right. Anybody. I got to ask you. Ready to eat forever. I know you're going with this because I feel like I'm about to ask the same thing too. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to let you ask it first. Go ahead. Because he's ready for anybody pretty much. So who, who are some people that you uh, want to face that you haven't faced yet? Hmm. That's a long line. That's a long list to where I would have to. Damn. Let's see. You're like a top three or top five? Top three, top five. <laughs> uh, let's see. Y'all know my man Ryan Davidson. That's just that's somebody that gets slept on a lot, but do, I want to defend the title. I know he's a hungry dude that would love to uh, that would love an opportunity to get at this. That's one of my guys, one of my guys named Super Beast. I would love to have him come down and fight. Me and him fought uh, a few years ago, and that was probably one of the hardest hitting dudes I ever fought. Super Beast, uh, based in Vegas. Oh yeah, with the mask. Uh huh. Oh, wait a minute! Did y'all have a banger already? Yeah. Okay. 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 I'll do it again. I I was there. Okay. I'll do that again. Okay. I'll do that again. And another person I want to fight, and dude, I'll be honest, I'm a fan of him, Bounty Keith. And I've been, I've been waiting for that one, and I've been wanting that one. I'm glad you said that. I was thinking this the other day. Have y'all had a one-on-one? Not really. No. We we done we done some we done some live some live like uh, live uh, tag team against each other once, but that was long ago and small stuff. But no, we've never gone one on one against each other. Okay, and then y'all was both in the five on five match, but I don't think y'all faced off in that one. No, he wasn't uh, in that one with me. Uh, not in the uh, five man scramble that I did. No, not the five man scramble when y'all face uh, Booker T team. When he on the other oh, team, oh yeah, yeah, but me and him, no, we, touch. we never got in the ring together. Yeah, see, mm. cool. I have my hands busy with Gaspar. Yeah. <laughs> Gaspar, <laughs> hey, yeah, that's, that's that big man pajama. That's a big motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> Every time I see him, but let's talk about the Texas scene. Uh, we see you with this belt on your shoulder, but. In your 2022, you had a lot of belts on your shoulder. Yeah, all over Texas and Louisiana. I was still going back to Louisiana. Getting tight. Well, it's, 
it's good. It's good to be back. Although it seems like the crowd is kind of hating on me a little bit out there. They seem to not like how I've done how I have done things. I don't know, but uh, uh, I, hey, look, I still get paid. I still get paid, and I still make a hell of a show for them to come out. So welcome. But uh, no, it's good. It's good to be home, man. Wildcat is where I started, so it's always good to see some of my family and stuff like that when I'm out there. You just had a match with a uh, for the Wildcat Championship with a uh, what's old boy Trevor Murdoch, yeah, yeah, boy, uh, NWA, yeah. How's that feel getting that play on it? Because you you got on NWA, you was at AEW, you you leaped out, yo. <laughs> I was yeah. waiting for that to come up. <laughs> so Cinco, yeah, man, home. You know, I watched Raw maybe a day or so late and everything. That saloon has come out. Hey, you know, security go chase him down. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> See the security person leap. And first watch, I'm not thinking nothing of it. I'm like, damn, dude got over. So I go back and look on Twitter about everything happening on Raw, and everybody like, yo, the security guard leaped the thing and everything. And I'm like, I keep watching it, and I'm like, yo. Where was they at? Texas? I'm like, nah, that can't be. I get on Instagram. I go to Edge's page. I see I see the post on it in his story. I'm like, that was Edge. He just leaping over over into the crowd like that, like one leap like it was nothing. Cleared it with ease. What? Yo, I'm like, yo, this deserved his video, but I couldn't believe it because I mean, you watch stuff on TV and wrestling and everything. I think I've only seen that maybe one or two other times, like somebody just cleared, yeah, like that. And Edge, you go out. What? What are you? First off, you security. I know you gotta get to Dexter and do your thing. Yeah, but just clearing like that. What was going through your head during that moment? Well, I I'll be honest. When when we saw him show up, we literally had to chase him. And when I tried to jump over the first barricade, I almost busted my ass. And I swear. I almost did it because I used my hand because I used my hand to try to hop over. So when I finally got over, I was like, no, screw this. I'm jumping over. This. I'm jumping over this. I'm jumping. I'm jumping. Screw it. If I, if, if my feet catch, my feet catch, but I'm jumping over. I, I can clear this. And then, boing. <laughs> yeah. Next thing I know, I'm clearing over and all I hear, all I hear in my ear as I'm like literally, you know, when you jump in the air, when you jump in the air, everything feels like it's in slow motion. It's like I'm over that I'm over that barricade. All I hear is a crowd. All I hear is a crowd go from ah to ooh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. I'm like, cool. I didn't look. I'm like, okay, cool. They thought it was cool. I didn't even know there was a camera on me when I did it. Mm. I had no clue there was a camera behind me. I'm like, if I would have busted my ass, everybody would have saw that. When did you find out that a camera had recorded? When you got to the back? When I got to the back and uh, any of the other, other guys uh, were like, really? <laughs> That's what I said. You really? all the unsecured look on that leg. They're like, really? You're going you gonna to jump? You're going to jump a barricade? You're going to jump a, a wall? Really? Yo, because it was an amazing moment. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, good job, but really? really? <laughs> it's a good job, but really? Good job, but for real? That's how you doing it? Like, okay. Man, 
you know what? I get constant hate. I get constant hate from agile dudes because of my size, because it's my size and doing what I, what I, what I can do. And, and you know what? I'm starting to take it a little personal. Uh oh. Because it's not fair. I can't help that I got this ability. Yeah, I mean, what was that? I, you and Stephen Wolf, y'all went over the rope at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I was like, they doing the same thing. And I'm thinking in my head, like, yo, like what they told Randy Orton, like, yo, Edge is way too big to be out here jumping outside the ring and doing all this <laughs> stuff that he's doing. But he has the ability to do it. So when you do do it, it's crazy. She's crazy. Hey, man. Mom and Pop raised an athlete. I, I'm going to be an athlete till my knees stop working for me. Oh, they jump the game out yet. So, yeah. That's what... <laughs> hey, man. I didn't have to ice my knees down after that jump neither. So, we still in good. We, good, we still in good place. We in good. We in good standard. Now, being a reality wrestling champion, a lot of people from reality wrestling been out here traveling. Edge, I know you said you got another, you got another competition you plan to deal with, but you trying to get back out here on the on the road and travel. Uh, always. Right now, for the last couple for the last couple of years, right now I've been taking over Texas, but also getting my my businesses off the ground and getting them running and getting them informed so I can be good. With my with my life and everything that I'm building, now we can get started trying to expand expand Stone Island, make it a little bit bigger. Maybe you know put a little bit more gold, maybe on this shoulder, maybe around my waist. You know, make it make it all the way. I I want to go I want to go international because I would like to go Mexico, Japan. Like I don't trust me. This is just where I am, this is where I am right now. I want to go all over. This is really just the beginning of what I'm doing. Have you been in talks with people in Mexico or Japan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just, I was just asking a question. My bad. Uh, Cinco. <laughs> I be trying. What's up? Ed, you from uh Louisiana, so I got to ask you this question. Oh boy. Hopefully it's food related. Hopefully it's what? Food related. <laughs> we gonna go down that path. New Orleans got the best food, hands down. I just got back. I just got back not too long ago from uh from seeing my 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 parents and my family out there. Trust me, ain't no cooking. Like Louisiana mom home cooking, man. Facts. I think I gained like 10 pounds though. So Cinco, I've been asking this question. This is the second time I'm asking on Spotlight because uh, what happened in the group chat. So Ed, you eat grits? <laughs> I'm an oatmeal man, bro. You but, know, but do you but eat grits? Like, but if I do eat grits, it's for shrimp. Well, it's All right. obvious with that, so yeah, it makes so, sense. So, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Are you a salt or sugar person? I'm a salt person. 
All right, we good. That's two people with the sauce. <laughs> I just told him I'm from Mississippi. I can't do the sugar in my grits. Hey, man, me. sugar in your grits is not bad. I'm sorry. I don't understand it. It make it taste better. In what way? <laughs> what? <laughs> you want sweet grits? Then I say that. <laughs> sweet grits. Man, saying, saying sweet grits don't even sound right. Oh, oh! I want some sweet grits. This only was by itself. See, when, like shrimp and grits, that's different. I wouldn't do it for that. But like, if I just had regular plain grits with eggs and bacon, you with eggs it. and bacon, just a regular basic meal, I'm gonna throw sugar before I throw salt on. I'm gonna let you know right now. <laughs> adding the eggs and the bacon made it even weirder. With grits? No, the fact that you added sugar, but you had to make a whole breakfast out of it. The fact that you have grits with eggs and bacon. Two salt, two salty, savory things. If you cooked right, but you want to add sugar to this? Yeah, yeah, you wrong. You know? <laughs> I, yeah, it's that don't make no sense. <laughs> that don't make no sense. Everybody different. It's all right. <laughs> No, man, that's just wrong. That ain't different. That's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> it's sugar. Ain't nothing wrong with sugar. There's nothing wrong with sugar. You add this sugar to grits. The way you said it. Wrong with sugar to grits. The way you said it let me know something wrong. You was like, ain't nothing wrong with sugar. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the way you that came out lets me know. <laughs> You don't 100% agree with that. Hey, <laughs> hey, look, do me a favor. Say sweet grits. Sweet grits. <laughs> <laughs> my point exactly. I rest my kicks. I was on them. Didn't I say that in the group chat? I was like, yeah. oh, that's, well, I can't say what I said in the group chat. But I was like, <laughs> I said sweet, but yeah, that, it don't even go. I got to ask you, Ed. It doesn't go. They in 2022. What was something that didn't go for you that you wanted to go for you? My AEW uh, dark match. That did not go anywhere I wanted it to go. And for people who have seen me on it, they they even they walk up, even they'll come up to me and say, dude, they, they cheated you on, on your dark match. And... Yeah. Trust I didn't me. know if I was I should bring that up or not cuz Bro, life is life. It was on camera and it's seen by people. So I mean, you can bring it up. Uh trust me, it's not a it's not a really happy memory it's, and it's something I hope to rectify one day. But yeah, no, that is that is something that did not go any way how I wanted it to go. I mean, it's it's true, cause I can say this without getting in trouble. You know, I do clips for the AW Dark and Dark Elevation matches and everything. But I gotta see a certain thing to actually make me do a clip, and I was like, "Yo, this ain't this ain't who he is at all." And this is what they putting out to people. Which I think this is okay to ask. Getting that spotlight to be on there, 
Do you think that helps or does it kind of diminish what you do? Because I tell people I use dark and elevation. Like if you don't notice any person, see their name on there and then you got to go check online to see their matches and what they doing. But if the person don't do that, then they just have this notion, oh, that's who that person is. Does that so, ever come to your mind? I was going to say that. I was going to say <laughs> after that experience, I was I was real angry. I was real pissed about it. And I actually went to, I honestly, I, I called Booker. And I uh, and I had to I had to ask him, like, how should how should I approach this? What should I, what do I really think of it? Like, should I be as pissed off as I am? Should I be giving as much uh, energy and attention as I am? And, it, and even he said, look, hey, doing it once is fine. Doing it again after that makes you the guy that they go to for that, and that's all you are. Mm. And so when he said that, when he said that, I, I did, it was very clear. It's like, that's never going to, I'm never going to allow that to happen to me again. And with all due respect to, to anybody who's listening on that on that note, I will do it respectfully, but at the same time, I will not be doing it again. Uh, that, and that's why I say the next time I get on there, the next opportunity I get, I hope to rectify it and I hope to make it a, a real big impact like it should have been. Okay. I, that's honesty. I feel that. I yeah. feel that all the way. Cinco, you, you got some questions, man, before I, before I go into these ending sets, you feel me? Oh, with that, no, I say because he did say he had a conversation with, uh, with Booker T and he could say, like, he's a mentor to you, correct? And there, then somebody like probably looked up to in the business. Always, yeah. Yeah. Is there any other uh, wrestlers like you looked up to, like, growing up, you know, watching before you got in the industry that you maybe, like, fold your craft on or just somebody that you just, like, like their work? Well, I'm fortunate to have to have Booker to actually talk to mm -hmm. and actually uh, and actually have conversations with to, to elevate my game every chance I get. But a lot of my stuff has been framed out of guys who I basically idolized since since the early since the nineties. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, I mean, as much as I get annoyed with people referring to me as it, but it's like I grew up watching The Rock. That was a huge in inspiration to me. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H, Randy Orton, I frame uh, Batista. I frame a lot of my stuff out of it. People forget how how much of an athlete Randy Orton really is. I frame a lot of my athleticism out of, off of him. Oh man, that's a don't, great don't do this. That's a great wrestler, right? This look. This <laughs> for this. I'm sorry. How long has he been? How long has he been around? The man's been through decades. So he's a Randy Orton. Screen. <laughs> respect is respect. That's right. So that's what I'm gonna say on it. Respect is respect. But yeah, so I mean, really, on that, I frame. I frame. I get. I get the opportunity to to uh, to bounce things off. I'll tell you one person I really look up to that I get the opportunity to work with a good bit is Shane Taylor. Uh, that that dude is a whole nother level of just genius in wrestling. Like there is, if you ever get the opportunity to actually have a conversation with him, there is no conversation like that. Um, I, like I said, I get the opportunity to talk to other people. I get to uh, have, I get to talk to uh, Tim Storm all the time that uh with nwa and stuff like that uh he gets he always helps me uh elevate my game as far as like the simple things the baby steps and things like that i'm i'm very fortunate to have a lot of people that i that i can have help elevate my game any chance i get how was the nwa experience you know, so many people talk about nwa right now 
good way, bad way, whatever. Being no, someone good, man. It was a it was a very it was a very good uh experience for me. I I got like I said, I got to I got the opportunity to work uh Trevor Murdoch, which was insane. That man is a is a hoss. Like that dude is pure old school heavy hitting wrestling. Uh and yeah, incredible. But as far as like the uh, the company itself, it was a great experience. Like they had cool people back there. They had oh, so, uh, some guys kept themselves. Some guys were very sociable. But everybody had had a, uh, a particular character, or a particular kind of a way about them. Um, I got the opportunity to do a dark match uh, in their two two day event that they had. So the first day, the first night, I got to do a dark match, and the second night, I had my uh, my match against Trevor. So, I mean, I got opportunities, and uh, we can only see what happens after that. NWA, book Ed Stone. <clears throat> Let him hear you. I'm just saying. Uh, I need to pad my numbers one time, Edge, uh, so I can ask you this again. Uh-oh. The Rocker Stone Coat. Uh, the Rock. Seven four people. The Rock is on the roll <laughs> right now in the new year. We were uh down uh four to zero, but the Rock is making his way back up. So seven four people. <laughs> rock. Mm-hmm. Told you I need to pad my numbers. Yeah. We thank you for your service, sir. Um, <laughs> Glad to be a Ed, what is the one thing that's perfectly legal that you're addicted to? I'm about to say you've got to be specific on that uh, stuff. It's <laughs> uh, whatever comes. It's whatever it is that's perfectly legal that comes to your mind. The gym and axe throwing. Axe throwing? You be out there throwing the axe? Bruh, I am, I'll tell you right now, you can see it right there. Viking, Viking compass. Uh, I am, I'll be honest, I'm obsessed with Viking culture, with Norse mythology, all of it. And I hope to build my own axe throwing, uh, my own axe throwing range in my own backyard one day. So, yeah, I'm I'm obsessed with that, and also just weaponry in general, just throwing uh, spears, swords, throwing knives, all of it. Throwing people and throwing weapons. All right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's, a guilty, it's a guilty pleasure. So I don't know. It's, it's my thing. What's the craziest thing that you've thrown? And then that's, what's, that's the, the, then what's the heaviest person that you've thrown? Uh, let's see. Craziest thing I've thrown was a was a double ended spear. Mm. That that was that was different. That that was a uh, I was really worried that the back that back end spear was going to get my shoulder when I threw it, but it that was like I had a good instructor that just. It taught me how taught me how to do it, so that was actually like that was a cool experience. Um, but then again, I also watched the guy right next to me, right after me, actually slice it, slice his shirt. So I was like, "This is a uh, this is different." A little worried. 
And then let's see, the biggest guy that I have thrown to this date would be guy named, let's see, the biggest guy I've legitimately thrown, I'd say probably about 260 pounds. Now, actually lifting, like actually holding over my head, we're, look, we're looking at Cyrus the Destroyer at 450 pounds. And that shit had, had my legs shaking. Uh, I'll be honest. like I'll be honest. But ever since that happened, I've been trying to lift everything I can and be as strong as I can. Dude. I, I'm on the road to deadlifting 600 pounds. I'm trying to squat almost 500 pounds. I'm 31, but I'm I'm freaking in my early 20s, man. <laughs> 30 to mid 20. That's what's up. I'm a live. I'm a live like I'm in my early 20s, bro. <laughs> we already put him on the big screen, right? Quick sync. Oh, I gotta put him on the big screen for these next oh. parts. Oh snap! Edge, as the reality of wrestling, world heavyweight champion. I just want to ask you the state of reality of wrestling before we have you put yourself over and your outlook of being the champion. And if you could finish up, just give us a wrap of how you feel your 2022 has been and what you're looking out for in 2023. My, my stat, my status at reality wrestling has been highest as it ever has been like with this, with this is like, that's a big responsibility is basically saying, Hey, we want you, we, you are a face of this company. So you need to be on your P's and Q's. And that's, that's a big responsibility for me, but it was also, I got to reality wrestling five years ago and well here I've got to Houston almost five years ago and I've been reality wrestling for four years and man, I've worked, I really have worked my ass off. So the fact that they, the fact that they gave me the opportunities to have this belt is just, it's surreal for me. And it's, it's proof to all the work that I've been putting in over the last year, but uh, 2022 itself has brought so much experience to me, but also I've been, tra I've been traveling more than I thought I would. So I've traveled more uh, all over Texas. Oklahoma is a new state that I've gotten into. I've gotten in, uh, started back in Louisiana again. I've made some some ways out to Florida once or twice, and then even started making some ways out to Vegas. So everything has grown, and it's been a crazy experience. And then also with the bodybuilding, that honestly prepped me for every big stage because after bodybuilding, I had very big, notable matches, and that I I have learned so much from. So 2022 has really helped me grow and brought me up another level, and 2023 is going to be even better. Cause working on things and now having that, that networking experience I didn't have now we're working on bigger, bigger and better stages and big and bigger and better things as far as my life. And, and Roe is, is a part of that. So for them to say that, Hey, let's do this. I'll just, I just want to know how, how high and how far we want to go. Let's do it. Notable names for him. He had, Shane Taylor, I believe, this year. He's had uh, Matt Taven, I believe, this year. Um, Tim Storm, did you have Tim Storm this year? Yep. Um, Trevor Murdoch, as we talked about. Um, he is the champion. I believe that him and Mysterious Q, it was about a second match for the title. 
Yep. Um, we waiting on that Brian Keith match for 2023. Dude, I mean, they, they both y'all both down there, so it has to. It's got to happen at one point. It, it's got to. Okay. Both reality of wrestling people, both out here, names getting big. I, we we want to see it. We want to see it, people. Come on. Edge, uh, this, you know, this is our put yourself over moment. Tell them your social media, uh, ways they can support you. Tell them about your personal, uh, fitness trainer that you do. Uh, everything we just want you to put yourself over. Guys, man, let, hey, this don't don't crumble is a way of life for me. So if you want to find me, go Instagram. I'm about to get a Twitter finally because I have to now. I need to get one. So, dude, go on my Instagram, my Facebook, contact me, any, uh, my website, stonedontcrumble.com. T-shirt printing, personal training, and just all-around wrestling entertainment. Come on, man. So, hey, thank you guys so much for having me, dude. This is, this is always an awesome time. Really don't want to wait so long next time. So, we're going we gonna to get this going again. Yes, sir. Look, when somebody said... If y'all don't know, first time we talked to Ed, it was about 10, 15 minutes, you know. He was going into a tournament, you know, it's like, Ed, see you, going to see you. Everything was straight, you know what I'm saying? Since then, I've, I've been a bigger Ed Stone fan than I was then because I was an Ed Stone fan back then. But now, you know, I'm watching what he's doing. I'm like, he had the TV championship. That's cool. But I'm like, when he going to get that title? He had his match. I feel like it was at the end of the summer he had the match because I, I don't know. I, I just feel it happened somewhere in September, October, maybe. And I was like, damn, it didn't happen. It ain't going to happen. And then when, he, then when I saw the picture, I'm like, <laughs> let's <motherfucker> go. <laughs> and then. That, that's all I could type on the, on the Instagram. I was like, FG. I was too late. Because people were sending me messages like, yo, I see your boy S got that title. I was like, you see it? You know what I'm saying? I was like, you see it, right? Okay, just so you know, I was playing. You see it. He was one of the people I told y'all y'all should look out for. He ended 2022 in a grand fashion. Ooh. And I feel... I feel like I said, here. man, this kickstart going into 2023 where only bigger things are coming. Matter of fact, I'm going to go into business with myself right quick. Uh, <laughs> you said you uh, print shirts. Huh? You said you print shirts. Yeah, in-house, bro. I do my own stuff. So I do uh, dry, dry fit shirts on polyester, and we go ahead and, supple, and we supplement it by putting on any design, uh, design of your choice. So, so if I sent you a We Love Wrestling design, You'll put it on a dry fit shirt. Come on. We are talking about summertime. Short sleeve, no sleeve, uh, tank top, hoodie, whatever you need. We can put some money in his pocket. Yes, sir. Yeah, we are. God. <laughs> you know, I've been looking for somebody. Never mind. Right. But God. Dude, it ain't just Texas, man. I ship out of state. I do everything I need to do, man. All over the country, we get it out there. See, because I'm not even, we ain't even in Texas, but he ship everywhere. We get ready to we get ready put it on. It. We get ready to put it I'm I'm letting the people know, Edge, because I'm get it. i going to get one and I'm going to be like, yo, got this from the, the 
the stone don't crumble factory you know what i'm saying make sure y'all hook them up and then people gonna blow up because it's the t-shirt game a lot of stuff happened and you know a lot of people like now nah, we want to use this and that i need to we need to blow somebody else up so who who better who who not i'm not talking about Kane, but who better than ed stone to blow up out here your friend the neighborhood ed stone baby <laughs> stone don't crumble baby y'all know it come on man it's that stone quality printing man Ed, I'm I'm glad that you gave us this time you know what I'm saying you become champion I I feel cause on the last podcast I listened to it like earlier this week and I was like yo I said he was gonna be champion there one day and he became champion, I feel like I'm vindicated. You know what I'm saying? Because I be saying stuff, I'm like, man, this is going to happen. Oh, he back to the TV title? Oh, man, they're going to make him wait. Oh, there it is. I, I just feel good, man. It feels good to be right, huh? It feels, it feels good to be right all along. It feels good because <laughs> I, I, we knew it was coming, just didn't know when. I wasn't hey, proud of it. Hey, wait, hey, does it feel as good as putting salt in your grits? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why well, had to stop Because <laughs> I heard him say salt, but in my head, it sounded like he was saying sugar. And I was like, <laughs> I don't put that in my grits. Cool. <laughs> it's one of those down home. I'll give it a try one day. <laughs> we we gonna do it. It's one of those feelings that's like what Edge was like for real. He was like one of the first men that I had on the podcast that people actually watched because the men wasn't getting no views or listen. No, I wasn't. We weren't even doing the podcast at that point. It was just on YouTube. And the men's one getting no views, and Edge came in, and it kind of we went up from there. But uh, reality of wrestling. Make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel, follow them on uh, Instagram. Also, follow Edge on Instagram. My Instagram, my YouTube, uh, my Facebook coming soon. Uh, should should be soon. My Twitter as well. On YouTube, he does put his matches up. Oh, it, YouTube is a great tool if you don't know to find out more about these wrestlers. If you don't hear about the matches, Edge puts his matches up. You can watch the matches right there on his YouTube channel. All the links are in the bottom. If you're on the podcast platform, all the links are in the bottom. But still, come over here to the to the uh, video version on YouTube and check it out. But Cinco from Notaro's Podcast. Right on for joining us. You know, we love a wrestling thing. We expanding, so he with us now. We out here. Got, all right, all right. got the champ. You see the belt on the shoulder. We thank him for giving us the time. You know, thank you saying? guys for having me, man. I really appreciate the time, guys. That's me if I was to take like a mushroom on Mario. You feel me? And I'd be like, boom. Y'all feel up? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I pray to y'all. And like I always say. <laughs> If I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. It's too street for the culture. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling.
not here, you missing out. Cause this show is 